from what I've seen, there is one burning question in the minds of everyone in Leafs Nation. We put out a poll asking our Instagram followers this today. Given the fact that the Tampa Bay Lightning just absolutely dummied, steamrolled the Florida Panthers in a four-game sweep, do you feel better or worse about the Leafs? Before I get you to answer that question and before we reveal the results of the poll on our Instagram, if you're not following us at Talking Buds Podcast, go and do that. The Tampa Bay Lightning. Oh my God. Like, what a, what a group. Oh, like, listen, in previous years, when the Leafs have been eliminated by a team, I've hated that team. Like, the Boston Bruins goes without saying about how we in Leafs Nation felt about them at the time. The Columbus Blue Jackets made me sick because the Leafs were the better team and they lost to like a marginal hockey team in the Columbus Blue Jackets. And the Montreal Canadiens made me putridly sick. That goes without saying. But how can you hate a team like the Tampa Bay Lightning? Oh my God. So I watched quite a bit of those four games. More so than I thought I would. And if you ever get in an argument with someone about what it takes to win a Stanley Cup, put on that series, okay? You've got one team who's done it before, does everything. Everything we said that they did well against the Leafs, they did, they dialed it up to 100 against the Panthers. Mm -hmm. Physical. In the shooting lanes, impeccable goaltending. Like, just, like, you've got this team of professionals who who does everything that you need to do to win a Stanley Cup going against a team who overvalued scoring an offense and tried to score their way to a Stanley Cup championship. And we as Leaf fans know all too well what happens when that's your game plan going into a season. You know, the, the thing that's most amazing about that hockey team is the ability to score a timely goal. Yeah. When you need to score a goal. That's just they're unca- like they're uh, unbelievable at that. But what makes that possible? Hard work. And your <laughs> goaltender, yeah. like your unbeatable goaltender, man. Like, can I just say, can I have a moment to pat myself on the back? I sat here all year and I pointed at the Florida Panthers and I said, fraudulent, phony, not legit, won't sniff a Stanley Cup to the point that I wagered eating a bowl of tuna, my most hated food substance on this earth, if they made it to the Stanley Cup final. And boy, sure glad I don't have to do that. I think your original question, it's its a double-edged sword for me. It's So yes, yes, L- let me tee you up. Let me tee yes. you up. So, let you answer first. Does it make you feel better or worse about the Leafs? It makes me feel sick because <laughs> it was so close. And not just, let's make fun of Toronto Maple Leaf fan close. Like, it was close. Yes. Man. It was that close. Yep. They're up 3-2 in game six. The penalties, you've heard it all. It makes me sick for that reason. Mm-hmm. But it also really makes me happy seeing the Florida Panthers just get destroyed. Yes. 
Yes. Like goodbye. Yeah. No fight. Nope. Nothing. Nothing. It wasn't even close. Out they, at a. Out they didn't at even a... have Braden Point playing in the series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the Tampa Bay, like you, you, exactly what you said. It's just how do you hate a group of winners? Yes. Who win the right way? Yes. Yes. That's you can't. simple as that. Yeah. They do everything right. Yeah. They they check all the boxes. Yep. You can't. Who are they gonna go play in the Eastern Final? Carolina. Yeah, I know. They're going back to the Cup Final. Yes, they are. They're yes. gonna win the Stanley Cup again. Seventy, like basically, seventy-six percent of the people who participated in our poll said that they feel better about the Leafs, and I would hazard a guess it's because of what you just said. They took them to. If you look at all the series Tampa has played in the in this dynasty run over the last two years, with the exception of maybe the East Final last year against the Islanders, they've never had a team really take them to the limit quite like the Leafs oh. have. Came down to five on three, man. Yep. But again, the ability to score timely goals. Oh, it's unbelievable. They scored that goal on the five on three, and then they scored the goal in overtime. Yep. And then they give up the tying goal in game seven, and then they score another one three minutes later. Just that's winning hockey. Yep. Right there. What do you think of the uh, Florida Panthers going out to strip club the night after game three with uh? Game four on the line the next day. Have you have you not heard this? Well, they they are really lucky yeah. to be playing in the market they're playing in. Yes, because no one cares. Yes. So, but think about this. So it's a rare back to back situation. That's pathetic. Yeah, so apparently there was. So they were supposed to play, um, Friday. Yeah, Friday. Su- no, Saturday, Monday. But there was a, a scheduling conflict in Amelie Arena. So they had a back-to-back. They played Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. And apparently Sunday night, after losing game three, being down 3 nothing, a bunch of the guys went out to a peeler and were out till 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you just... Ha- <laughs> I hope that was the lap you dance know, of your life, fellas. You know what? Oh my God. You want to go out? To to a rip joint yeah. and have a great time. Good for you, man. Yeah, yep. But how stupid <laughs> can you be? Yeah. Like you are just so dumb. Yep. No self awareness. Mm-hmm. No awareness of consequences. Like what I just don't understand what is going through your head when you make that decision. I don't know. It's well it's clearly You clearly like, don't give a shit. No. You clearly just do not care yes. at all. Yes. That that's basically it. And like, could you imagine if that happened in this market? Oh. <laughs> could oh. you imagine? Or any Canadian market. Oh, Honestly, any Canadian or, or market. Or even yeah. in any other sport, like any big football market or or any of that. It's just they are so lucky that they play in the yep. market they play in because that is a dumb move. Yep. Like, whoa. So a couple observations before we get to Leaf news and discussion. I want to just kind of go around what's happening currently in the Stanley Cup playoffs. A couple observations. Tampa Bay Lightning, as you said, are probably going back to the Stanley Cup final because I'm watching. They're going to win the Stanley Cup again. I'm watching. Yeah, I think it's entirely possible. I'm watching um, the Rangers and Carolina beat the hell out of each other in a series that's probably going to go to seven. Tampa now has what, like six days off? Oh, yeah. Yeah, to get healthy. And so, whoever, even if they didn't go to seven and beat the hell out of each other, which one of those teams is taking out Tampa? Like, I know you could, some Rangers fans will be like, oh, they've got Shesterkin. It's like, uh, he's, che- been, he's been mediocre. But this playoff. Checkmate on the other side of the rink. You've got a guy who's just as good as done who's it twice. Proven. Yes. 
against a guy who had one good regular season. Yes. So I don't the brutal argument. I don't I don't see either one of those teams. Yeah. Um what about the Carolina speedy defense? Yes. Yeah, no, don't see Come it. Come on. It's not happening. No. I I hate doing this hindsight is 2020. Okay. Mm-hmm. You and I have made it our brand on this podcast to not deal in hypotheticals, but I'm going to break that that right now, that oath. I'm going to break it right now. Hate doing the hindsight is 2020 thing. If we were in the room with Kyle Dubas, we all would have signed John Tavares. But man, oh man, there's a certain centerman for the Colorado Avalanche right now who would look fantastic as the Leafs' number two centerman. Who is just a pit bull, man? That like, goes. That goes to my point last week. Oh, like, and 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 not only would he be filling that role better, he would be on a better cap hit, and it would just be better. It's like, oh, they just traded away what they need. Yeah, they literally did. Classic. They, yeah, like the guy, the guy runs into Bennington in Game Three, has like a bunch of psycho. St. Louis Blues fans hitting him up with like pretty gross stuff. Like his wife posted like screenshots of it. Dude, imagine getting that mad over a hockey game. Like I it's it's insane. Like mm-hmm. th- just ridiculous. So what does he do? He goes out there and he gets a hat trick and is in the entire Blues team's head including the head coach. He he's just like, "Man, I'm watching him last night and I'm just going, God, Damn, we traded this guy away. Yeah. We traded him who, away. Who, like the Maple Leaf is imprinted on that guy's heart. I know. Too. It's I not know. like we just trade him. This guy, all he wanted to do his whole life was be a Maple Leaf, and I'm sure he was heartbroken when they traded him. I know. And now they traded away exactly what they need right now. Yes. It's like uh stupid. So they're the team who I think Tampa Bay is gonna play in the final. Yeah. Like I think. Like we'll talk about Edmonton and Calgary in a second, but I don't. Oh, that's I gotta issue an apology. Okay, well, so to who? Edmonton or Calgary? No, to a specific hockey player. Okay, well, wait, we'll we'll get to that in a second. But I think if you just watch the Colorado Avalanche, they're the best team on that side of the bracket, in my opinion. Yeah, they're they're just yeah. The firepower is and and if if we get an Avs Lightning Cup final, those are probably pound for pound the two best teams in the league. Yes. So Absolutely. So that's But who is the advantage? The Tampa Bay Lightning. Why? Because they've done it before. Because they have Andre Vasilevsky. Yep. 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 So that remains to be seen, but anyways, I just wanted to like spill my heart out over First of all, like I tip my hat to Nazem Kadri, like that's that's a tough thing to go through. Who doesn't through. like Nazem? Yeah. Everybody loves Naz. Yeah. Who doesn't like him? I like and I just I'm watching him. I'm just like, God, could you imagine? Like, he's exactly what they oh, needed. Yeah. Exactly. Ugh. Ugh. All, All right. right. I gotta get to my apology. Okay, get to your apology. I need to apologize to one number ninety seven, Connor McDavid, for even uttering <laughs> the words that Austin Matthews is the best hockey player in <laughs> no. the NHL. It's it's not, it, but you know what? This guy's ridiculous. So I'm glad you went there because I wanted to say that too. Can we stop with the comparison? Like, naturally they're gonna get compared because they're oh they'll always get yes, compared. But but always they're different hockey players. Austin Matthews is is an elite goal scorer, the likes of an Alex Ovechkin, like like a elite 
elite goal scorer, okay? Connor McDavid is a virtuoso talent. The the Who's likes also of an Wayne elite goal scorer. But but the but he's so much more than that. Yeah, like, exactly. The likes of of Wayne Gretzky. Oh. Like he is like when you look at the old clips of Wayne and how Wayne used to get the puck on his stick and you could just when you're watching you're just like this guy is so much better than everyone else on the ice. My god. This guy he's in the Calgary Flames heads. The Calgary Flames in my opinion are a better team than the Edmonton Oilers. They're more they I want I want Calgary to win this series because I think Calgary with their defensive ability and if Markstrom can figure out his life are a more formidable challenge for the Avalanche than the Oilers are. But the Oilers have the best player in the world, oh. and he is dominating. The the pace. Yeah. There's nobody who's even close to... It's, it's just unbelievable to watch. He just moves at a completely different pace than everybody else. Yes. In, in, in a modern game that's so fast and has so much skill. You can name 10 guys right now who who are fast and skilled, who can score. But, man, when that guy gets the puck in open space, it's just it's just ridiculous. Yep. Like, it's just insane. You know who else is having a pretty good series for that team right now? Number 18. Oh, yeah. So, I, I don't want to do the, the thing with him that we just did with no, Naz because but, I would have never given him that contract. But, yeah, he looks pretty damn but like, good. But, like, I like Zach. Like, I'm yeah. happy to see him doing well. Yeah. And, it, like, he, like, this is the opportunity he wanted to get, and he's got it right now, and he's taking advantage of it. Um, I heard uh, uh, Paul Bissonette say this on Spit and Chicklets, and I agree with him. Like, hat tip to Evander Kane for getting a natural hat trick, but like you, you or me could have tapped in those three goals when he got ninety seven blowing down the wing, just feathering it on oh. your stick for easy tap. It's so like no disrespect to, to Evander Kane; he's he's playing really well, but like Connor McDavid. Oh my god! Might be honest. I'm not even joking when I say this. He might be the best hockey player I've ever seen in my life, dude. He, I think, when all is said and done, he will go down as the greatest ever. Like he will surpass Wayne as the greatest. I know some of Wayne's it's, records it's gonna are going to be so hard to break. But there's two reasons why he won't su- surpass Wayne. Number one, just the name, Wayne Wayne Gretzky. Gretzky. Yeah, it's just it's perfect. There's no better name. Yeah, the great one. Yeah. It, and his number. Yes. Those are the two reasons. He'll be a very <laughs> he'll be a very close second, but you'll never be the great one. You'll never be 99. Mm-hmm. You'll never touch those records either. But holy shit, he is the best hockey player I've ever seen in my entire life. By I th- a mile. I think the Calgary Flames need to get their life figured out. Um They're in trouble. I yeah, think they're yeah, in trouble. Man. Yeah, yeah. They are in trouble. I, like they got I think they're in deep trouble. Yeah. Like they could lose a series easily. Yes. They're they have no answer for McDavid, and it's going to be really telling to see what happens in, in game four. Um, by the time most people listen to this, that game will be happening. So, yeah. As you know, I don't profess to be like a major gambling expert, but I've just decided I'm going to hammer the over on this Oilers Flames series. It let me down in game three, but games one and two did not let me down. And the first one I had, it was like bet nine nine. The other one was points bet and the beauty part about that is i fire open my bet stamp app i look at which sports book has the best odds and i just roll with that and hit the over and i plan on doing that listen as long as the edmonton oilers the ultimate pond hockey team are still alive 
that over is going to be very appealing to me. Yes, and that's honestly usually the best way to bet mm. is just hammer something that you feel comfortable hammering. Absolutely. Because once you start overthinking it, that's where you're screwed, and that's where I'm screwed most of the time. Yeah. I start overthinking it, and I start losing. Yep. So I'm going to take your advice and hit that over on the St. Louis-Colorado game, over six and a half at Bet Regal. Bet Regal's just the Bringing sight, it. Yes, man. yes. They, they just always helping me get that extra cent, that extra dollar. So Bet Regal. Minus 107, over six and a half for Colorado St. Louis. If you want to be like Ryan and I, download the BetStamp app or hit the link below in the description of this video and use promo code BUDS upon sign up and it'll give you access to sign up for all the different sports books because the best way to get the most value for your wagers is by line shopping across the various different sports books. Like I said, I'm going to hammer the over on a game. One book may have more appealing odds than another one, and I'm like, hmm, I'll go with that one tonight. Sign up for most of these sites is pretty easy, especially when you use the promo code in the description below. And I don't know why you wouldn't use it. I love it because at this point, like I'm, I, I have so many books that I that I gamble on that it's just like, okay, like if I didn't have the BetStamp app to help me keep track of all this, I would be like, where do I have what? Where where am I? Where am I going here? And it's just that's hands down my favorite part about it. Yes, and my favorite part is just. Just that extra cent, man. Yeah. It, it matters. That extra dollar. You just want to make as much money as you possibly can. It might be small, but betting is the long run, my guy. 100%. It's just all about the long run, all about patience, all about consistency. So any... First, I got to win the bets. Yes. But when I do win the bets, then I get more money, and that's what I'm all about. So once again, hit the link in the description below or download the BetStamp app and use promo code BUDS upon sign up. Let's do it. All right, let's get to Leaf news. Um, Mark Giordano signs a two-year extension at $800,000. Apparently, they had a deal worked out for a million, so, so a million-dollar cap hit, and he went back to them and said, I'll take eight hundred grand, so you can take back two hundred grand." is not it amazing how two hundred grand <laughs> yeah, yeah. is just... Gold, yes, this, in yes. This league. So, um, so Mark Giordano's a beauty. I'm really happy he's back. I, I think he's still, as we saw when he came here, he's still got some gas in the tank. You pointed out a couple weeks ago, another adult in the dressing room. Um, like at that salary, having him as your fifth or sixth guy is perfect. Yeah. So, did so I, I did not think he was going to take a deal like that. No. I, I didn't think that at all. I think. I thought he was going to get like a $2 million deal or something, but it's one of those Jason Spezza species that it has been born. You just want to come home and play for your team. Well, and he even said as much. He's like, I, you know, like he says all the right things. And I do believe that he thinks, you know, this team has a legit chance at winning a cup. But I also think the guy's played in the league forever. He's made a bunch of money. Yeah. He's from here. His family probably loves being back here. It's like, no, I'm not going to take the hassle of going and playing in You don't know Dallas. where you're going. Yeah, you know? right? You don't know where you're going. So, so no. You had I'm a good. pretty nice situation in Calgary for years where you were one of the best defensemen in the NHL, and you you were a Norris candidate, and then you get, you get pumped over to Seattle. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sure that was a bit of a wake-up yes. call, too. Like, yes. My career is coming to an end. And then you just join the Jason Spezza club. And I'm very happy he's a part of it because I think he's 
Um, I love Jason Spezza, but this guy gives you more than what Jason Spezza gives you so, in that role. You know. Speaking of Jason Spezza, I think this is the end of Jason Spezza. I think he, uh, Chris Johnson on Dangles podcast said predicted that he thinks Spezza will return to the organization, but not as a player, hmm. which I think makes sense. I think they need to rebuild that fourth line. I would like to see them get like I'd like I'd like to see them change their identity there a little bit. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm I'm kind of I don't know. I don't. I thought Jason Spezza had a, a not very good regular season. I will say yeah, that. Yeah. I thought he was a little more invisible this regular season. I thought he had one great game in Minnesota, and then he was kind of he was kind of invisible for the rest of the year. But then he brought the intangibles in the playoffs. Yeah, and then he had a good playoff. Who am I so. on the bench? Yeah, it's well, just it, I, it's a tough spot because I. I mean, I guess it is it is a, a Leaf fan thing to just love a guy like that, yes, you know. Like, yes. I guess it is true. Yes, you just you just love him and and dude, he's been fantastic. Yeah, he brings he bring, yeah, you're right. He brings in some tangibles. He steps up in the locker room and gives yeah. the speech that motivates them to to win a game or whatever. But I mean, yeah, I mean, if they do lose him, all they're really losing is like a good second power play option. Yes. That's really, and a good face-off guy. Yes. Those are the two things you're really losing. And I think they need to rebuild their identity in the bottom six and be a tougher team to play against. Stop me. Colin Blackwell? Stop me if you've heard that before. How tall is Colin Blackwell again? So the Reese, oh, the, he's, uh, he's one of Kyle, like, <laughs> Kyle Dubas would love me. Yeah. I'd walk up to Kyle hey, Dubas. Love me too. Actually, yeah, no, I'd walk I, up I, mean, to, I weigh a little bit too. Yeah, much, I'd walk but. up to Kyle Dubas and be like, I'm five seven, and he'd be like, Perfect, get him in. Get him <laughs> yeah. in the lineup. Um, <laughs> um it's interesting. I want to know what's gonna happen with the defense now. Cause like Giordano's back. So there's like one too many bodies back there. I think they I know that um you're hearing all this stuff online about how much the organization values Jake Muzzin, but he's my pick to like get it. Like he makes too much money. Why he can't stay healthy? I think give give Lilligren played well when he was paired with Giordano. Um, I forget about Rasmus Sandin. Sandy. That's what I'm like, saying to me. Like that. There's the shoe ins are Riley Brody, Sandine, and and Bro and um, Giordano. Giordano. Yeah. And then that like that's it. And then there's gonna be a uh, Jake, Jake Muzzin. I, I'm done. I'm done. Justin Hole. I'm done. All the numbers guys out there are losing their mind at you right now I, for I mean, not including. Muzzin, no, 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 no. All the numbers guys out there are losing their mind at you right now for not including Timothy Lilligren in your. I like Timothy guys. Lilligren. The thing I liked the most about Timothy Lilligren this season is the fact that they just let him play. Yeah, this is a first round pick we've been hearing about forever, and how he's kind of just been a letdown. You don't really know what you have until you put the guy in a situation where he can play. And I thought I I liked him. Yeah. But I don't think he's a shoe in. Yeah. I don't. A, I do think they're going to have to move a body out back there and if anything just to clear some cap space. Um okay. So the last two weeks we've been on here, we've been pretty emotional, okay? I'm somebody who is in the camp with the 76% of our Instagram followers where I do feel better about them and now seeing what Tampa's gone on to do against Florida. And I think they probably would have, they would have been the favorite against Florida as well. Having said that, I'm less emotional, but to me, this off season is all about one key decision. And it's the thing we talked about 
all year on this podcast, goaltending. And I'm starting to get a little nervous when I'm seeing names like John Gibson being floated around as the Leafs starting goalie. Like, you look at... Could be worse. You look... Well, I know that he's an established starter. So, here's my thing. Could be way worse. Okay. But here's my thing. Like, Kyle Dubas, love him or hate him, he, it can be... It, it is a valid criticism to say that this guy has not valued goalies as much as he should have in his tenure as Maple Leafs general manager. Please, Kyle, like, don't. This is not a year. There's been all this talk in the media about this time next year we'll be talking Matthew's potential extension, okay? This is not the time to... You're looking up John Gibson's numbers. I am, I am. You're not the time... This this is not the time to roll the dice on a goaltender. It's not. Please don't do it. I don't think I don't think a guy like John Gibson's rolling the dice. To be honest with you, I think he's better than what you have right now. I'd actually put him ahead of Jack Campbell. To be honest, okay. With you, in right. terms of a so guy. you think maybe he's just been on a bad team? The last yeah, few he's years. not a very good team. I mean, I don't know. I don't watch every Ducks game. There's gonna be someone listening to us right now. It'd be like, nah, dude, this guy's gone downhill. He sucks. Yeah. Yep. But based on what I've been hearing and what I've seen as of past couple of years like that that's that's a way better option than peter morazic like so way better friedman said on nhl network a couple weeks ago that apparently like the leafs have talked in with the ducks in the past about john gibson yeah and anaheim's a team and i think the leafs would be an appealing destination to him to get off a team that isn't close to winning a stanley cup to a team that sees themselves as a cup contender yeah so that's interesting. I didn't think that your take would be... He had four elite seasons yeah. as a goaltender, and then the last three have been more of a struggle, mostly because of that team's been on a, a, a bit of a nosedive. Yeah. But I, honestly, I'm kind of... I'm down with that. Yeah. I'm. That's a way better option than... You can't start with that guy in the net next year. Peter Moran. No, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. And the, I think they know that. Yeah, like, oh, they know no that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they know that. And, yeah. and so... Now, now, here's the million dollar question: Would you go if you could get John John Gibson? Would you proceed with Peter Morazic as your backup to John Gibson, or would you be like, no, let's give Eric Eric Schalgren did a serviceable job as the yeah, backup goaltender, so let's just send Morazic packing and roll with Gibson and Schalgren as your goalies. I mean, in on paper, I would want Morazic, but it's like after what we saw last year, like yeah. you can't unsee no, that, no, no, man. No. You can't unsee it. And no. he and he's a band-aid, too. Yes. yes. And that's a that's a cap. If we're talking about two hundred thousand dollars of Mark Giordano's money being gold, yep. what does that three point three mean? Or whatever. And, and how are you gonna what are you gonna do with it? How are you gonna get rid of it? I don't know. Well, they get again, I the one you 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 buy him out, and you still have part of his salary against your, your cap. You trade him and retain salary. or can't, they, they can't do that. Or you pull the greatest fleece job in the history of the NHL. Kyle Dubas deserves a wing in the Hockey Hall of Fame tomorrow if he can convince some other general manager to take Peter Morazic. I mean, and here's the scary part. Okay, we'll take Peter Morazic, no money retained, but you're also going to give us Rasmus Sandin. Or you're also going to give us Nick Robertson. Or you're also going to give us, like... I would rather have Peter Morazic playing gold, 
goalie for the Leafs than have any sort of money retained. Playing backup goalie for the Leafs. That's fine. Yes. That's fine. You not the starting goalie. Not the but it's not like he is like he could come out and have a decent year. He's mm-hmm. never going to be a guy who's in the Vesna conversation, but I know he's has a lot more in him than what he showed last year, but I I would rather him be a backup or just get any sort of playing time for this team than than talk about them I eating mean, money. They, they can't eat money anymore. If you recall, they can. If you recall, they put him on waivers and nobody picked him up. It, you can't move him. Yeah. You can't what he showed nothing last year. Yeah. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, so what about Jackie boy? What's going on with him? Who, Jack Campbell? Yeah. He's gonna sign somewhere else, man. I'm over. Like it. he's gonna sign somewhere else. Like Honestly, he good. He'll like I, I was I was listening to some uh someone on the radio throw around teams that would want to sign him. Like like the Red Wings are in the market for a new goalie and have a Fine. ton of money to spend. Like like they're they're an up and coming team. And if you're him, like yeah, you got to cash it, in. Yeah, it's your first opportunity. Like, the guy's old by NHL standards. Yeah, he's, he's in his 30s. 30, yeah. Yeah. He, it's his first time to get make a big payday in his career. It's like, he's got to do it. I thought Jack Campbell has been, um, I have nothing bad to say about Jack Campbell, really, but mm-hmm. I don't want to be paying a guy whose biggest problems problems is right here. Yeah. I don't want that. Well, especially for, for, It'd be one thing if you could get Campbell at at a five million or whatever for Never. like two years. They can't, right? It's 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 the five, six, seven year term that scares me. They, they can't. They can't even do the shorts. They can't yeah. even do that. Yeah, like they, they can't. I don't know. So to me, now now, like I said, now that all the it's emotion, also band aid too, man. Yeah. Now to the, now that all the emotions out of it, I'm. That's my main thing going into this off season is I think they need to. Like you look at you look at the the lightning, and the contributions they're getting from the bottom part of their lineup. Yeah, and I heard a coach say this in a post game. I can't remember which one it was. It might have been Baruby, or it might have been um, Bednar, the Avs coach. And he was just like, or it might even even been John Cooper. He was like, when you get in these high octane playoff series, the top stars sort of cancel each other out. And your big goals are going to come from guys in your bottom six who can make a play. And I agree, I agree with that. Like, yes, your top guys need to be your top guys. I mean, the kid looked pretty damn good against the Florida but, Panthers. But how many series have you watched where they've some guy you've never heard of goes out and has the game of his life? Yeah, you know what? You know what's amazing to me though is Nick Paul. The, the two back-to-back cup years, everybody was just so in love with this third line that Tampa Bay had. The Barkley Goodrow line and those three guys who everybody fell in love with. Couldn't sign them. They all left. So then they replaced them with three new guys. Hmm. It doesn't matter hmm. because there's just something about that team, that system, how you feel as an individual in that system yep. that raised that elevates your game. And and I know that you you got John Cooper's act wore a little thin with you, but the players sure seem to love oh, playing yeah. for the guy. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I how can you not like John Cooper? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's kind of a whatever. But every coach is like that. Every coach way. has every coach has a monstrous but it's just, I, I feel ego. like you don't I feel like you you plug any somewhat talented hockey player into that organization and it's just 
raises the level of their game. Yeah. Like it's just that's just what they do. It's, they're, they're unbelievable. Yeah. They're unbelievable. They're, unbe- they're unbelievable. They're going back. I I'm pulling for I uh, I uh, Avs Lightning Cup final. Yeah, I think those are I think that is those are the two best We're teams. We're getting robbed if we don't get that, Yes. Basically. I think those are the two best teams. Yeah. In the league all year, and those are the two who deserve to be competing for the Stanley Cup. All right, we're going to get out of here. Um, hopefully some more uh, Leaf news and notes will come down the pike pretty soon. Um, and I've actually enjoyed watching this second round. Also going to be back at some point with the Blue Jays show. I, that's that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, it's it's not good. Um, anything else? Falling asleep watching those games. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. It's bad. Boring. Yes. So if you want to miss our discussion, so if you don't want to miss, excuse me, our boring discussion about the Toronto Blue Jays, Hit that like and subscribe button below. Spread the word. Tell your friends. We really appreciate it. As always, if you're listening on the audio version, hit that follow button. Leave a little five-star review. Review Every little bit helps. Head on over to our Instagram at Talking Buds Podcast. We'll see you guys next time. I'm Jeff Woods, and I'm shining a light on music and the rock stars who make it. He just was one of those people. He, he stood out. He was a magic guy. He really was a magic guy. He had all, we all have force. He had the same amount of force as we all have. This was before Led Zeppelin. Robert was full on. I mean, he was Led Zeppelin without the band behind him. He had the hair, the jeans, the whole thing, you know. And he was amazing. The Records and Rockstars podcast heard around the world and yours to hear wherever you get podcasts. All the episodes from JeffWoodsRadio.com. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.